0: Lena looked out the window at the night as they rode home from Tampa International. Some fucking vacation. Definitely not her idea of fun. Starting with a ton of boring meetings, then being abducted by a psychopathic cockatrice, fortunately rescued by wolf-shifter Brody Lyle, except then they were running for their lives from a forest fire and had to survive cold Yellowstone nights, having her binding ceremony with her two dragon-shifter men then caught up in a criminal investigation when Berthold, the Dragon Shifter's seer, was murdered. It made her head hurt to think about it all. In a way, it made her heart hurt, too. She could still smell Brody Lyle's scent on her from when they'd hugged goodbye. Not that it wasn't permanently embedded in her soul from their time spent together at Yellowstone. As she tipped her head onto Rick's shoulder, she closed her eyes and felt her mind slip. The scene changed. She stood on a cold, chilly moor, watching two groups of kilt-clad Highlanders gathered around a raging fire and discussing a woman standing to the side. Yishmel! Lena didn't know how she knew the woman's name, but she was certain of it. When the image ended, Lena's eyes popped open. Oh, fucking fantastic! This was like having funky cable that blipped in and out without a channel guide. She stared out the window and watched I-75 slip past in the darkness. She hoped Brody could hold on to his newly found peace until he and his brothers met their one. Lena would see them again in a couple of days when she and their whole posse drove down to Arcadia, to the Lyle's ranch, for a confab. Let's add crazy visions to the discussion syllabus. Just what she didn't need, more freaky powers. Unfortunately, she didn't have the energy to think about it. She felt exhausted, and the gentle rhythm of the van proved too much. When she closed her eyes again, she let her mind drift, and realized that even though Brody was heading in the opposite direction with his brother and cousin, she could still clearly sense his presence. As if he were now a part of her, in a similar but different way as her mates, Jan and Rick, were part of her. The way Zach was part of her. She loved Brody, without a doubt. Not the same way she loved Jan and Rick, and definitely not the same way she loved Zack, but what Berthold told them rang through her memory. Before all here, let it be known they are bound. The goddess and her men, her watcher and his love, and the protector and friend who return her safely home. An unbreakable bond, a completed circle. The wolf and his clan are, from here on, considered part of us and ours. If only she could get five uninterrupted minutes and a few straight answers out of that friggin' Baba Yaga woman. It wasn't as though anyone had given her a goddess instruction manual when they dumped this gig on her. You'd think the damn woman could at least take me out to Starbucks for a latte and tell me how not to randomly blow things up. The sounds and feel of the van completely melted away around her. When Lena opened her eyes, She realized she sat in a living room, on a simple but comfortably stuffed couch. The room appeared to be some older kind of cottage, with plaster walls and wood furniture. A cheery fire roared in a large stone fireplace. Lena heard a noise behind her and turned to look. Standing in what looked like a very modern and well-appointed kitchen was Baba Yaga, in her matronly form. Coffee goddess? Lena fought the urge to roll her eyes, but she stood and walked over to the counter. Yes, please. Apparently, Baba Yaga had all the modern conveniences. If the outside of this place still looked as dumpy as Lena remembered, it was a great disguise to discourage robbers. No one would ever suspect she had a top of the line Capresso coffee maker sitting on her counter. Lena scanned the room and what looked like a 50-inch plasma TV hanging on the wall across from the fireplace. Wow, you really have all the conveniences. Here. Where exactly is here anyway? I never got that answer last time. I was too worried about getting Zack unkilled and all that. Baba Yaga smiled and slid a cup of coffee over to Lena. Cream and sugar? Yes, please. With a side of answers, thank you. The woman chuckled as she walked over to her fridge. Also stainless, like the coffee maker, stove, and dishwasher. Patience, goddess. Let's enjoy our brew. This is far better than Starbucks.